Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, offering securities through United Planners Financial Services member FINRA SIPC, guides clients with empathy in discovering and reaching their financial goals, and creates financial plans for clients so they can live their life by design. In these episodes, he relates his expert financial insights and discusses timely topics. Royal strives for excellence and has a passion for sharing his knowledge and supporting his community. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Life by Design with Royal Stanley of Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors. Royal, this is a kind of a trick question. How are you? So I'm doing well. It's been a hard few weeks here in Southern Oregon mm. uh, with all the fires we've had in the area and uh, the Alameda fire that affected uh, Phoenix and Talent, Oregon, here about uh, uh, two weeks ago. It's just been uh, been a hard few weeks. You know, uh, we, we had a few clients lose their homes. Uh, we had uh, about half of our office directly affected by the fire. Mm. So... I, th- I thought today we could just maybe take some time and, and chat about all of this and what this looks like for clients who have lost everything and then uh, others who are maybe just trying to prepare for the next event that uh, could be around the corner that we haven't even uh, considered yet. Yeah. What a scary time. I'm, I'm so glad that you're safe. I'm, you and I were talking before the podcast started and all of your staff are safe. All of your clients uh, physically are safe. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a blessing. That's good. But like you said, you've, you've had a couple clients lose everything. And, and that's kind of scary to think about because one thing I never thought of, I, I know that my insurance covers fire, but does it cover a natural disaster type of fire? And I, I know that that can be a difference, right? Uh, that's right. That's right. And a lot of this just comes down to making sure that you're doing those annual reviews with your insurance agent. Interestingly enough, last year for our mid-year reviews with our clients, we really went over property and casualty insurance and recommended our clients to sit down and talk to their insurance advisors about their coverages, make sure that they have enough. Interestingly enough, this was all spurred spurred on last year due to the Paradise Fires. We Mm -hmm. had those big Paradise Fires in uh, Central California, which really just completely destroyed entire towns and communities. And just seeing that devastation, uh, I just knew, hey, it's it's a good idea to do this on an annual basis. And it's, it's really the eating the broccoli of being an adult, looking Mm -hmm. at your insurance coverages. But, uh, you know, it's important, and I think it's just been reinforced again for for everyone in this this community and across the country as we see more and more natural disasters. Um, And, and, you know, for instance, hurricanes happening in Louisiana and eastern Texas. Taking a look and taking the time to review those insurance policies talking to your agent, making sure you have the appropriate coverages for your situation. Now, are you aware, is it the terminology that I used to know was there's a difference between like an electrical fire and an act of God. Is that still the case in insurance? I'm not exactly sure on what's going to be covered under those different types. A natural disaster, I I don't think is going to qualify for what happened here uh, in Phoenix, because they're still under investigation on was this caused, uh, was this a man-made fire mm-hmm. uh, that got out of control? 
they they did arrest a, a, a gentleman, uh, and I use that term uh, loosely, mm-hmm. uh, who was uh, caught starting fires after the, the initial fire had already started in Phoenix. Not exactly sure why he decided that was a good time to do that, but he has a, a long rap sheet. So uh, it just depends on the individual situation. So once again, great way of asking those questions and kind of discussing situations with your, your insurance professional to make sure that you're, you're covered up to really kind of replacement levels uh, on all your insurances. Yeah, absolutely. So what are the steps that you take as an advisor with clients that have suffered a loss like this? So we, we, we've had two clients that, that really lost just about everything in the fires. They, the the evacuation happened so quickly, really within kind of about a three to four hour period of time hmm. from the start of the fire until they were told that they had to leave, that they just weren't able to, to take a lot of things. So uh, a lot of them are just starting over with the money from their insurance. And, you know, I look at this really as kind of a sudden money situation. We use the term sudden money. Susan Bradley, who's a, a great financial thinker in this space, really coined it to talk about any time that an individual receives money all at once. could be from an inheritance, a sale of a business, or in this case, insurance proceeds. So when you lose everything like this, yes, it's devastating, but you also have some opportunities in front of you to kind of uh, reset where you're at in life mm-hmm. and make some new decisions. Oftentimes we get tied to the things we own and that really limits our thinking. Talking to uh, one friend and client who lost everything, he he had a, a little bit of a sense of excitement of like, hey, I, I have more opportunities now that I can look at to spend the rest of my life uh, because I'll, I'll get a big chunk of money. I don't necessarily have to sink all of that back into replacing my home. Maybe I want to just take some time and travel or just rent from now on and not have that uh, cost of ownership. So the first thing I tell people to do is don't feel like you have to rush out and start making financial decisions. Mm. Give yourself the time and the space to say, okay, you know, we've gone through that, that process of going through the insurance process of negotiating with the insurance companies, getting that check. Once you have that in hand, don't feel like, oh, I've got to put everything back together the way it was. Oftentimes, you're just not able to do that. I know this is going to be a multi-year rebuilding process here in Southern Oregon. I mean, I'm realistically probably looking at the next five years to really kind of rebuild the two towns of Phoenix and Talent. So for those clients, I really just recommend take some time. Put the money in the bank. Keep it safe. Don't make any financial decisions right away. Just take a deep breath and kind of reevaluate because this really is a major reset to your life. So you want to give yourself the opportunity to grieve, grieve that loss of, of what you lost in that, that fire or that natural disaster, and then kind of reevaluate, okay, you know, what did I learn from this? going through something like this really set resets really resets your priorities. Mm-hmm. So taking the time to look at that and then make new decisions uh, I think is really important. The other important thing I just want to bring up here is there's going to be a lot of people after natural disasters like this 
who get big checks from insurance companies. Mm-hmm. There are going to be a lot of people out there who are looking to take advantage of Absolutely. people with a lot of money in their bank and who may be making decisions emotionally. So this is really, I think, just so essential to, to take your time. Don't jump into anything. Make sure you know who you're doing business with because I'm sure there's going to be people out there that, that are looking at uh, what's happened in our community and looking for the fastest way for them to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. And um, I would even say that includes you know putting, putting that money to work in an investment. My opinion is, is you should just really give yourself the time before you make any financial decisions to really kind of line out what you want that next step to look at. So don't feel like you got to get it into uh, the stock market or investment. Having that money sit in the bank and really not make anything on interest is okay for a period of time. Because I think the more important thing is you processing what's just happened emotionally so you can make the best decision for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there's certain rules that anybody who has received a check has to follow. And obviously, we want to make sure that they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing with certain money, depending on their obligations. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you said, there's so many decisions that need to be made in the next you know, week to month. But there are a lot of decisions that don't have to be made that quickly. And, and it's trying to navigate those two lists, I think, is where a lot of people they just, they're just not sure. Absolutely. And that's really where we come in as, as that sounding board to walk our clients through, you know, that financial planning process. Mm -hmm. We've already created that financial plan to say, okay, how does, how does this change everything? And tell me what it is you're thinking about. And we can look at those financial options. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, that's good because they need a voice of reason. So I'm I'm glad that you're there for those clients that, that have suffered. And, and if anybody's listening to this, that has been through this or one of your family members have been through this, it's, I'll tell you, working in this industry for as long as I have, it's rare to hear a financial advisor say, I would rather you take time and not invest that money. Because <laughs> normally a lot of advisors are like, oh no, I'll, I'll definitely take care of that money for you. Uh, so avoid those ones, <laughs> uh, you know, reach out to Royal and his team for sure. Now, now Royal with with all that's having to be rebuilt in those towns, is that even possible for those? I know there were smaller towns. Is this something where it was a total loss? I mean, honestly, I have not seen all the coverage and and you get coverage from all sorts of directions. What are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on that? Yeah, I I think both of those communities will will, will rebuild. They're going to look much, much different uh, Mm -hmm. as money kind of flows into those communities to rebuild. Uh, I think there's just going to be a lot of hard decisions. I think the unfortunate thing with the way the fire burned and, and the way it hit those communities is it really devastated a lot of kind of small and medium-sized trailer park communities. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be a real question of, will that affordable housing come back for our community? Or will it just get replaced by other things where somebody can make make some more money on it? And I think those are the the questions that are still to be answered because I think uh, there's going to be a lot of work done for really remediation of the land that burnt yeah, to, to get it ready to kind of start rebuilding these communities. What about business owners, Royal, that lost businesses? 
Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, we have a few business owners that I know of that uh, lost uh, their, their businesses. There was a lot of manufacturing businesses and, you know, uh, automotive type businesses along that way. Some of those just probably won't come back. For some people, and I know of a few, they're just looking at that insurance check as a retirement plan. Mm. Um, you know, they're, they might be older. They're just saying, hey, you know what? I just don't have the energy to start all over, rebuild, et cetera. I'll just look at taking care of any mortgages I have and then just just try to sell the lot and, and move on. For those that, that are, are looking to rebuild, once again, that's going to be a long process. And, you know, once again, as a business owner, you should be meeting with your commercial insurance agent on an annual basis to make sure you have every T crossed and I dotted there for your business insurance, because if you don't, rebuilding can be a, a, a very hard situation for people. Yeah, I, I've never really thought of it before, but I can imagine that it it's a longer process to rebuild, and I, I would I would hope that some of that business type of insurance would cover your own wages or the business owner's wages during that time, uh, because if it takes six months to rebuild and and then you got to build some clientele back up, that's a long time to go without income. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and once again, that's, that's why we say, sit down with your insurance agent, take the time, make your insurance agent do that with you. Uh, because sometimes some insurance agents are busy and, and reluctant to do that. But I, I would definitely say, you know, as a business owner, once a year is mandatory for an individual, you know, you should be doing it at least once every two to three years. Hmm. Royal, I know that obviously your area those small towns, a lot of your staff being evacuated. It's, it's a horrific situation. It was, it was a very stressful and, you know, very scary time, I'm sure. And now it's, it's kind of over. Uh, and I know that, well, the fire itself, right. It, that's, mm -hmm. that's taken care of, but uh, we know that there's something else coming. There's always something else, whether it's, you know, natural disaster or things that just happen. Right. So how do we prepare for those besides, you know, reaching out to our insurance agents, which is definitely a theme of this podcast, and it's vitally important to do that. How do you prepare for upcoming events? Uh, great question. I was at a rotary meeting earlier this year. I want to say it was uh, January, may maybe, maybe late December. And we had um, the emer emergency preparedness officer come out and really talk about uh, the Cascadia fault. The Cascadia mm. Fault is a fault off of the Oregon coast that basically it says every 300 years or so that will produce an earthquake and a tsunami that's going to be in the 9 to 10 on the Richter scale. So a devastating earthquake. And, and we've been hearing about this for the last probably five years or so that we're overdue for this to, to hit. And if it does, you know, here, here's what could happen. So uh, I heard this presentation and really took it to heart, went out, kind of reviewed my insurance coverages as we talked about, made sure I had the, the earthquake coverage on there. But I also went out and got two weeks worth of food and provisions, got that 60-gallon water barrel, made sure that we, we had provisions, that we could keep things uh, going uh, for a two-week period where we didn't have any services, any food, water, electricity, et cetera. And what was interesting is as I'm getting all of this stuff that I've ordered in the mail, COVID hits. Hmm. 
So that's the thing with natural disasters. You never know where they're coming from. Yeah. So I felt I, I was really prepared getting ready for this one thing, and then something else kind of came out of the blue. So we don't know where the next natural disaster is going to take place or how it's going to affect us, but we want to make sure that we're prepared for it and doing those, those basic type things. So one thing I think um, everybody can agree on is uh, go ahead and put together that go bag of a couple p- changes of clothes, you know, some extra cash, maybe some copies of those important documents, pair of shoes, water, that, that sort of thing, a couple mm-hmm. days of food, just something so you can grab it uh, quickly in the, in the case of an emergency so that you are prepared and you have those, those things and those creature comforts so you're not just running out of the house with the clothes on your back. Those are extremely important things uh, that any of us can do. It doesn't really cost much to do it because I'm sure we have a, a couple extra uh, pairs of clothes around that we can just throw in a bag and forget about. Having those provisions on hand, I think, is really important. I think uh, really everybody should have at least a week or two worth of food and water that's accessible in their home. If something like this fire happens again, like the Cascadia uh, Fault earthquake, uh, those are all good preparations to start putting in place, you know, in case the unexpected happens. The other thing I would really recommend is look to digitize uh, some of your important documents, like uh, your insurance policies, mm-hmm. wills and trusts, that sort of thing. Make sure they're, they're in a safe and secure vault that could be uh, up in the cloud through you know Apple or Google. We have a, a vault available for our clients through uh, our financial planning software. So if anyone's interested in that, uh, you can just reach out. We can get you set up for that. And that's an easy way so you're not carrying a bunch of paper documents around with you uh, as part of your emergency stop. I think uh, you brought up a good idea of uh, videotaping your home. You want to talk a little bit about yeah, that, Eric? Absolutely, because, and, and I had just learned this within this last year, kind of like you, uh, with, with the information that you had. It was an insurance adjuster, or used to be an insurance adjuster, and kind of walked through what the process is when you lose something in a fire or major earthquake or, or so on and so forth. So your household objects, you really need to know what you've got, not just a general sense, I have a desk. Well, no, I have a very specific type of desk. You know, a lot of people that work from home are using desks that raise up and down, you know, so they can be standing, standing desk. They're more expensive than regular desks. You really do need to know what you've got so you can identify the exact items and describe them because that's part of the process for those insurance claims. So what this gentleman had said was take some time and most everybody has a phone with a camera on it. Take a video all the way around your house of every item that you have and it's going to take some time, but do it so you can spend a little bit of time in each area for each item, go into your kitchen, you know, open your cupboards, get the pots and pans that you're using. I just purchased uh, something for my wife, Cutco knives. They're not cheap. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have that on my list now that that is a set that I have. Uh, because if I lose everything and I just say I had a set of knives, they're not going to know that those were Cutco knives, that those were very specific knives. So taking a video allows you, if something were to happen, to go back through that video. Again, like you said, Royal, put it in the cloud. Uh, there are services that you can use to do that, and you save the video in the cloud so you can access it from anywhere. 
And when it comes time, heaven forbid, this happens to you, you can go through that video and pause it and then look at the item and say, oh, that's right, I had that. Let me describe it. You just add it to your list of things that you've lost in that fire or in that earthquake or whatever the disaster is. And then the insurance company has a true list of your possessions instead of just trying to remember or trying to guess what you had because I've been married for 26 years. Well, I know you've been married for a long time and you've got kids. <laughs> we we have stuff around our house we don't even remember. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, and I think everybody's <laughs> like that. You accumulate things over the years and, and uh, you don't want to just lose them. You know, so you, you want them to be replaced if possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we have a, a, a client who really deals in rare books. Mm. And he had a, a fire a few years ago. And because he had a comprehensive list of everything that he had, the insurance company was able to write him a very large check for that. Mm-hmm. Had he just said, I had a garage full of books, they would have taken that as, you have a garage full of Harlequins and old Zane Gray paperbacks. (laughs) Yeah. Here's a check for $200. Enjoy. Yeah. So having those inventories, I think it's just really essential. And I think think it's never been easier to take a video of of your home and its contents to kind of quickly and easily store that for God forbid, if you ever have to pull it down and use it. But yeah, I think that's a, that's a fantastic idea that, that doesn't cost anything, but can uh, save you when you know the worst happens. Yeah, absolutely. Royal, I again, I'm so glad that you're safe. I'm so glad to hear that everybody uh, at Oregon Pacific Financial is safe. And uh, it's, it's still devastating. I know that you are big into community involvement. I know that you're going to do everything you can to help your clients through this and your your staff through this time and I appreciate you and I'm, I'm so glad that we got a, got together again today to be able to do this podcast uh, well it's a pleasure to be here and I I know we had to reschedule our last one because it was really the the day of when where yeah uh, we had everybody uh, evacuating and uh, just just appreciate you it, you know it makes you um, really kind of appreciate the the things that can't be replaced, uh, which are the people in your lives and your family when something like this happens. So, Eric, I I just want to thank you so much, and uh, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. I couldn't have said it better myself, Royal. appreciate you too. Thank you so much. And, of course, the last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Life by Design podcast with Royal Stanley. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the Subscribe Now button below. This way, when Royal comes out with a new podcast, it will show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And again, this is a good one to share because everybody needs to know kind of what to do in preparation for an event. We never think it's going to happen to us, but obviously those that are listening to this right now, you probably know somebody who has been affected by the wildfires or some other natural disaster. Uh, Share this with them, please, so they can be prepared for next time. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Life by Design podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The views expressed are those of the presenter and may not reflect the views of United Planners Financial Services. Material discussed is meant to provide general information and is not meant to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Individual needs vary and require consideration of your unique objectives and financial situation. 
Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Advisory services offered through Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. Securities offered through United Planners Financial Services of America, member FINRA and SIPC. Oregon Pacific Financial Advisors, Inc. and United Planners Financial Services are independent companies.